To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. News Talk ZB International Correspondence with Fisher Funds, New Zealand's most trusted Kiwi Saver provider. That's 21 away from 5. Dan Mitchinson, our US correspondent, is with us. Hey, Dan. Hello there, Heather. And I'll tell you what, um, it's quite a surprise. Not only is the decision in Roe v. Wade a surprise, but the leaking of the decision, the draft decision, is a massive surprise, isn't it? Oh, I think it is, too. And, I mean, this this whole um, inquiry that's going on right now into this court draft, which is expected to be, you know, confirmed, um, how was it leaked? Why was it leaked? Um, and instead of the economy, and I think inflation or across the aisle fighting, I think the midterm elections are just going to be focused on this fight right now. And it's everybody's got an opinion about it. But what is interesting, it's it's individuals that you tend to hear speaking out about this. But um, there is the ride sharing company Lyft, who is one of the few companies here that is you know, publicly speaking out. And the company's president today, John Zimmer, reiterated the firm's commitment to helping women get their abortion if needed which one would uh, assume means driving them where they need to go, depending on the outcome of this. Dan, is it possible that this could yet be changed, this decision could be changed? Well, I think anything's possible at this point. I mean, it's it's interesting when you have 70% of our, our population or somewhere close around that that don't want uh, a, a change to this right now. So you have a, a vocal minority who's you know been outspoken, and then you have a conservative-leaning court now that's not going to... Well, I mean, they're, they're sort of going against what the majority of the country wants. So maybe that's just the ticket for Democrats to use against Republicans. Yeah. Maybe that will get things changed. But, boy, at this point, that's going to be a big if, I think. I mean, okay, so obviously court decisions are not based on public opinion, right? So what the no. public thinks sh- shouldn't actually influence. But but what does right. influence? Do they do they have horse trading behind the scenes, these judges? How, how could they possibly change a draft decision? Oh. I mean, you just go back to the people that former President Trump put on the bench. I mean, they were clearly, I mean, as as we hear every time, a Supreme Court nominee will say, I am not biased. I look at the facts. Uh, I don't want to know, the, the, you know, the, the emotions don't come into this, but that's not the reason they were nominated uh, by the president. And there, this, this stacking, as some call it, of the court was all part of former President Trump's plan. And you get to a decision like this, and I mean, there is no bigger decision. And this is what you see that has been in the work for, you know, a number of years getting these judges appointed. Yeah, okay. Um, I am fascinated by the J.D. Vance election. So he has been, he has won his election in Ohio, has he? Yes, yes, he did. Um, and, and that, that is important because it sort of reaffirms the president's, uh, president, former President Trump's message is, is resonating with voters. So he won in Ohio. Uh, he was, uh, you know, is a Republican. Uh, you have the gubernatorial candidate, also a Republican who won. Republicans won in Indiana. So uh, today's the kickoff for, for the midterms. And why these primaries are so important is because they're just as much about former President Trump's influence, I think, as yeah. they are about the candidates. And they're showing that maybe Trump's word is out there. Maybe that will help them in the primaries. Will it carry over into 2024 in the presidential election? I, I don't know at this point. Hey, you know, if you said to me that there was a concert that was so loud that it registered as an earthquake, I would have thought it was some like heavy metal band or something. Was yeah, it a country yeah. western singer? Garth Brooks, country superstar. Who would have superstar. thought? Uh, and, and, and this is sort of what it sounded like uh, at the concert. It wasn't silent, I can guarantee you that. So this guy has sold 
billion records, more hits than you can count, and he's responsible for this earthquake. He was singing that song, <laughs> uh, but Colin Baton Rouge, uh, the city inspired it. Uh, it's the unofficial anthem uh, down there. So he began the song, and then you had the boots started thumping, and then there was the clapping, and the music started getting louder, and then there was 102,000 people that were singing along, and all that noise resonate, uh, resonated with a, uh, as a small earthquake of you know, 2.3, 2.4, 2.5 on the local seismograph. Jeez. And just as interesting, everyone... Um, uh, uh, everyone's Apple watches began beeping off as this was going because it was warning the sound levels were so loud that within 10 minutes, you, it would result in temporary or even permanent hearing loss. So that's the second time, by the way, that arena during a concert has registered an earthquake in the last, I think, you know, 20 years because of the musicians performing. <laughs>